0: Good evening, everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. I'm so grateful to be back. Uh, I've been kind of getting refreshed doing a lot of spring cleaning. Uh, it's so interesting. It's, it's like your body knows the rhythm, even if you're just not aware that it is spring, (laughs) but it sure is, uh, an urge. It's an inner urge or a knowing. One would say that, Hey, you need to clean up stuff and dust everything and let the sun shine through all the windows. And so it's like our body knows, you know, it's nice. I like it. I like it. And I think this year I've actually noticed that on purpose. Uh, and that just tells me like, Oh, Hey, there's uh, another facet of the relationship I have with myself that I'm learning a little bit more about myself. And that's really the, the purpose of our journey is to learn more and more about ourselves and to get to, uh, to become who we're meant to become, to actualize ourselves And really act on that level of conscious understanding of ourselves and everything that we do in authenticity. And again, it's not meant to be perfect. It's a journey of growing, not of perfection. So be gentle with yourself as you are learning. There's no going backwards or forwards. That's all just what people want to make or say when they want to make sense of their world. And of course, they're going to be human and as we know about humanity, it is sometimes inaccurate. <laughs> and so, and so I just don't want you to kind of, uh, measure or evaluate yourself that way and your progress. We, if you're coming back to work on the things that you need to work on, that's progress, friends. That's progress. You're, you're just moving forward. You can't unknow what you know is another way to say that. Yeah. And that's what this is about. This podcast is really made for self transformation. I really do believe that wholeheartedly that we are capable of changing ourselves from the inside out i've talked plenty of times about starting out with the external world and trying to change the external world to change the inside doesn't quite work because it will be a temporary fix but from the inside out it's always a sure thing it takes a little bit more time but the outcome is significant it's for a lifetime I always want you to remember that. And I repeat that because I want you to remember it. So that that's no exception today. So this spring business, the flowers blooming, not in this desert, but nonetheless, I can imagine flowers. I have silk flowers all around my house because I live in denial, friends. <laughs> but they're pretty silk flowers and they work out well. They give me the 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 gist of it. I can appreciate it. But there's a lot to appreciate about the desert, believe it or not. It is uh there's some kind of enchantment that comes with a desert life, especially at night. There's a there's a beauty to it. But it got me thinking about being in the moment. And if I can tell you something I had to really get good at because my mind would travel all sorts of places was being in the moment. And I wanna I want people to live in the moment. Really? Because I don't know what the hell you're doing if you're not in the moment. You're missing every, you'll, you're letting it go by, you know? But in order for us to do that, I'm go, I kind of set up a few things that I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to suggest for you and your brain, uh, to start implementing in your daily life or at least be aware of it. Please understand that if you want to listen to this again, feel free to do so. Listen to it as many times as you like. It's, it just helps us for, uh, a brain boost, a brain uh, implantation of a suggestion or an idea. That's what these podcasts or episodes are for. It's really to help you guys condition new thought processes or at least implant them in there and then see if they play out in your life. You might remember them. The more you listen, of course, the more it will work. Um, that's what they're really made for. And you can use that with any audio because any audio that is just planned out just right for you guys will probably do the same thing. Okay. I tell you that because my favorite way of learning something is, uh, in a, a auditory. So if I want to read a book a lot of the times, but depending on the book, I'd, I like to listen to it or, um, I like to hear motivational speeches, sermons, whatever it is that, you know, spiritual talks. I like to hear those really by audio more so because they're quick, fast, and they stay in my mind because I'm, I'm getting into a trance while I'm listening to them. And that's really what I'm trying to have you do is really get into a very high state of concentration. So this way, the suggestions can be implanted, right? It's like when we get into trance, our subconscious is a little bit more open, It will take suggestions a lot better is the best way to say that. Okay, so enough of that, but it's good to introduce it. Uh, So staying in a moment, the first thing I want you guys to know is to place no conditions on being in the moment, right? It's really about, it's like it says, being in the moment. Any time is a good time for that. Some people, unfortunately, try to make a location- A time of the day. (laughs) They try to implant it like as a routine. The problem with that is that it thinks your brain thinks it's a chore. It's like, I, I have to sit down and be still. I have to quiet and listen to my breathing or whatever. And, and, and that's fine and great. But the idea is to get you to discipline your mind to be in the moment all darn day all day. So you're not wasting energy concentrating on other things, for example, the the future or the past, that isn't necessary. It's not in the moment. So that's probably the most important thing. Don't put a time or an idea of a time timely routine having to do with being in the moment. there isn't, there isn't such a thing. It's really being in the moment is about being in the moment. I don't excuse or justify too long staying in the past, too long staying in the future. Okay. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to stay in the moment all day long. And when you teach your brain and discipline it to bring it back to the moment right now, I'm looking at something and that's where I'm going to be at. That's what is going to help the best way um, to get us to retrain that That habit that we've got. And really think, friends, it's just a habit. It's a conditioned response for us to be distracted. Uh, We use a lot of methods in the Western world that keep us distracted and just entertained all day long. And sometimes that works against us because it's a way that doesn't help us discipline the mind on purpose to stay in the moment, right? So it might give us a relief for a little bit to binge watch Game of Thrones. But In reality, when I'm not watching Game of Thrones, I don't know how to discipline my mind to enjoy the moment I'm with. I'm in with the people that I'm with, right? And that's what we want to do. Okay, number two, and I kind of touched on it in number one, and that is the past, the future is not the present, friends, is not the moment, okay? (laughs) I want to make that very, very clear. The past, if we're going back to the past, looking at what we should have been, could have been, would have been, all the regrets, pulling out that, shoving it in our in our faces, playing out a scenario in our mind about the past and what I said to that person and what they said back. And I'm, I'm doing what I'm putting concentration on and energy on is no good. All right. And where your energy goes, your concentration goes, your energy goes. And our energy is going to be exhausted in a place that's exhausting. If I'm thinking about all that stuff, now if I'm going to about the future, going into the unknown, worrying about what's going to happen, what, what that person's going to say, what the outcome is going to be, and blah blah blah, and I'm going back. I'm just going blah. I'm certainly not in the moment. So what that would be like is if my kid comes and tells me, "Mom, let's play with the play doh." I'll be like, "No, I have too many things to do. I got. I can't. I can't. I won't be emotionally available to those people that need me." This is really important to remember, you guys. The past and the future, do not justify thoughts on it too long. Too long is, is no good. And be very disciplined while you're going to the future and you have to draw a line of surrender. Anything beyond that line, I can't know. So I got to let go. Okay? I need you to draw a line of surrender for the future. I can't go beyond that. I don't know what I don't know is usually what I tell myself. And it's actually a pretty good brain command for you guys. I don't know what I don't know. Okay? Now, when it comes to the past, it's kind of the same idea goes there. It's like it's already past, It's already gone. It's almost the best command we can give our brain, but all of us don't believe it, so it doesn't really work well. So maybe, Tala, it's not the best. (laughs) Maybe we could try something else. For example, we can do, on my deathbed, would that really matter anymore, right? And why I like this brain command is it will help realign you to prioritizing what is important and thinking about the past and what happened and what could happen. I really wouldn't care on my deathbed. Friends, I I would really wouldn't care. All I would care about is really being present and in the moment with people. So I have to let go of that thought. I have to let go of sure as it could. And I will do that every time that thought comes back because again, I've trained it as a habit. So it will come back. You have to work on it. So we got to do the work of making sure that when it does come back, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm cleaning my inner house. I'm sweeping out all this energy that I've been wasting on the future or the past that is unnecessary, okay? I hope that is clear. Definitely. I need to make that very clear. Past and the future is not the present. I know that can get confusing. All right. So the number three suggestion I'd like to make for you is, or to you, is... Don't make thoughts your identity. And I might have talked about this before. Don't make thoughts your identity. They're just thoughts. Another way to say that is don't make thoughts an intuitive thing. (laughs) Most people think like, oh, I feel like something bad is going to happen. And they automatically go to intuition. Friends, this can be probably another episode I can make on intuition, but that's not intuition. Something bad is going to happen is called fear. So chemically, that is actually much louder in our body. Kind of like anger. It's pretty loud in our body. So we'll know anger. We'll feel it louder. So is fear. Uh, and so it'll, it, it won't be intuition. Intuition is usually experienced or felt in a much more subtle way. It's almost like a nudge, friends. It's a nudge, but it comes with when a quiet is when a mind is really quiet. That's when intuition is really apparent to that person. But if that person is too loud on the inside, they and they will not feel intuition. They'll feel all the other chemical responses that are a lot louder. I hope that makes sense. So please, please make sure that those thoughts that you are letting in don't become your identity don't let fear be your identity or anger be your identity i'm just an angry person i'm just uh, i've always i've always been afraid of this i've always been a uh, an anxious person those things are just thoughts those are just thoughts they don't you don't have to follow them through they're not an inner deep knowing friends they're not they're not that big they're not that important most of our thoughts throughout the day and especially the habitual ones are just well habits that's it I don't ever mistake habits for intuition. They're just habits, okay? So don't make them who you are. Don't hold on to those thoughts like it's who you are. They're just thoughts. Learn to observe them and disassociate from them properly. And this takes practice. I'm just kind of looking at my thoughts. I'm I'm becoming aware of them. And I'm, I'm detaching appropriately from them surrendering where I need to let go where I need to. They're going to come in. So you're going to be aware of them, not ignore them, not avoid them, not run away from them, not distract from them. What we're going to do is we're going to confront them and we're going to release them. They're just thoughts. I don't have to think about it if I don't want to. If I know this is going to produce a negative outcome, I don't need to concentrate on that one thought all darn day. Okay. (laughs) All right. That will help keep us in the moment. The next suggestion I want to make, Oh my God, I'm on fire, but you guys, not not in a good way. I think I'm just going really fast, but I hope you're staying with me. All right, give give me a second. I want to take a sip of my tea. It's a rose and mint combination that I got from Sprouts the other day. And I'm not a huge tea drinker, but Mm. every once in a while, I get in the mood for that herbal taste, you know, and that's how I like to get it with tea, but I have to be in the mood for it. All right. The next suggestion I want to make is probably one of my favorite quotes by Abhichad Naskar. And he says, awareness is simply seeing without trying to see the end. Oh, man, that is what really being in a moment is all about. It's really learning to be aware, kind of seeing things around you. But not want to come up with an outcome. So for example, if I'm around another person, they're talking, and people, I really work on this because I earn a living off of it. I have to listen to what the person is saying without making interpretations too quickly. I have to be very quiet on the inside, very open, very spacious on the inside to allow another person to talk. So all I'm all I'm doing is listening, being aware of what they're saying without having an opinion about it right this is it just tells me where they're at what they're thinking uh, emotionally how they solve their problems how they look at the world i need to know all of that without me interrupting it so this is like the i'm i'm telling you off this quote alone i earn a living off of that i feed my family off that quote <laughs> um i make my car payment off that quote the, put grocery in the groceries in the fridge off that quote okay so it's that darn important awareness is simply seeing without trying to see the end. I don't come up with an outcome, but think about that in your daily life. How many times do you look at a situation and you play out the worst-case scenario? You want to see the end, and when you can't see the end, you want to make it happen. That's what I mean about that. You're not really aware. You're just kind of going all over the place. You're fluttering like a leaf, to different places, going where the wind goes. And that's not what we want to do. We want to be able to concentrate and discipline. And so when we find ourselves being loud on the inside and I want to just distract, distract, all I'm going to do to try to be in the moment is to just be aware. Just be aware, look around. And when your mind tries to form an outcome to something, a scenario, please interrupt it. Bring it back. And you're really bringing it back. Don't try to make it travel away from your home. Consider your body and your mind as your home. This is your home. Do not let it travel beyond your home. I only know what is in my home, the furniture in my home uh, and where they're placed. I do not know about somebody else's furniture and where they place it, right? So please stay in your own home. Okay. And they all kind of sound like one another, but they're, they're really not. They're just so subtle in the changes and the details that I have to make sure that your brain really looks at it from specific nitty-gritty angles. That's why I'm kind of nitpicking the situation here. <laughs> okay, the next thing is to help us become more in the moment, increase the concentration that you have. And I find this as a like a shortcut to really being in the moment is increasing the concentration on the other senses you've got right so you got touch sound smell and sight i'm going to increase and focus concentrate on let's say the song i'm listening to and that's an easy one so i don't really necessarily listen but maybe like like this plane for example i'm listening to it go by i'm concentrating on it. it almost can get me in a trance if i allow it to also, the idea of enjoying the smell, really underst- understanding aroma and explaining it to yourself and enjoy enjoying just the smell, the smell of something and the connections you're making with it. Okay, sight, you know, same, same thing goes there. Uh, looking at a flower arrangement, I really stop, even though it's in my house and I've seen it plenty of times, I want to stop and look at it. You know, sometimes we're in our home and we don't even notice at all the furniture in our home or we just go by the day and we just we have it arranged beautifully, but we don't look at it. And it's lovely to just one time walk around the house and just put when, when your baby is asleep, just walk around the house and enjoy a piece of art that you haven't really noticed in a while. Dust dust it off or something and, and put take, take a rag with you and just touch on items that you know dust would be there, but you just don't have the time to dust it. And it just helps you get in the moment, in in the zone, really appreciate all these wonderful precious gifts we have around us, not just materialistically, but our senses. Those are precious gifts we have that many of us take for granted. So that's what I mean about concentration and how this will help us get into the moment, right? It is through the, the scent of of this candle that I just lit. I love looking at the flame and just swimming in the flame visually. Yeah, even seeing the response that the, the flame or the room has when the flame is lit. There's a beautiful dim lighting that is an outcome of that. That's beautiful just to see and to reflect on and appreciate the beauty of So you don't have to go too far to get that. You just, right where you're standing, bring yourself back to the moment. Everything that you do, do with intention, do with concentration on the senses. All right? That will help us get back in the moment. All right, number, I think it's number five, no? One, two, three, four, five, six. Number six suggestion here. Don't place any conditions on happiness. Yeah. Why did I say that? Okay. So when it comes to the moment, a lot of people place a lot of conditions on what would make this moment better. We always think that this moment lacks something, at which point we put conditions on when we can get happy. We think that we're going to get happy if I have the right meal, or if I sit in a bathtub and have a sip of wine, or if My kids have a babysitter one day and I go out and I party, whatever. Like that, whatever we put a condition on when it comes to happiness, I need us to kind of understand that being in the moment is where happiness starts for all of us. It doesn't have to have any conditions. And when you find any conditions, those are usually blocks. They're blocks to your happiness. You're the one imposing that limitation. You're the only one that can remove it you place that limitation subconsciously you know that i'm happy if i had more money i would be happy right now if i had a babysitter to babysit my kids or if my uh, ex-husband paid child support on time i would be i would be happy if all these things happened it's like you're ruining the moment Find what you're doing in here to sabotage your happiness in the moment, to add more blocks, to look at the situation like it's lacking something rather than you have plenty of it. So remove all those blocks. Remove all those blocks to your happiness, and you will be happy where you stand. And the happiest of all is when you're in the moment. Oh, yes. That's when you're the happiest. So I don't want you to miss a thing. All right. Finally... (laughs) Practice labeling what is around you without judgment on it. So another way to say that is, and I'm, I've said it in the different ones before that, but it's okay. I wanted to put it separately. Practice saying a mantra that I that has helped me quite a bit. And I got it from somebody where I used to work in, in the prisons. And one of the inmates was teaching meditation. And I remember him saying this phrase and I thought, wow, that is pretty that's a pretty cool phrase. It didn't kick in until like a couple of years later, but nonetheless, it was very useful. And he would always say, be present without judgment, be present without judgment. And I want to add, be present without judgment or opinion. That's another way to say judgment is an opinion. So do you remember how I said, when we're walking around, we're we're just becoming aware of what things are without the judgment. It actually goes a lot. And you know, it's a good thing that I repeated it twice, I guess, that with the quote that I said, the awareness is simply it's seeing without the need to see the end. The same thing. I'm just being a little bit more specific here by saying don't put a judgment on anything that you're looking at. So I don't need to have an opinion because it, it energetically could change me. So for example, if I'm uh, sipping my tea and I say something like, Oh this would have been better with honey right then i would not be enjoying the moment i would think it somehow lacks it and it, it just would not let me appreciate so i'm learning to just sip the tea and uh, sit in the beauty of the rose and the mint and that little hint of sweetness in there that i put with monk fruit sugar i mean just a little bit doesn't need any more any less it's just perfectly right the universe god whatever you believe in made it just right this was done all planned on purpose That's how special you are as a human being things are working on purpose in your life nothing is without purpose friends so it would make sense that my tea had to be this way and i sit in the calmness of just sipping the tea enjoying it as it is it lacks nothing. It, however, has an abundant feeling of roses and mint and stress relief. <laughs> so I hope that makes sense and gets you starting. So practice this phrase I'm present with no judgment and make it happen. Concentrate. That's how you make that thought happen. And turn and manifest it into life and into the physical world by actually thinking it over and over again. I am present without judgment. Present without judgment. And when I when I start becoming aware of that and saying it all day long, I will notice when I'm being present with judgment because my body's going to shift. It's not quiet anymore. It's like doing something. I'm looking at a stimulus of some kind, like I don't know the newspaper, the the, the, the whatever, and I'm going to have a judgment and opinion. Heck, I could be looking at my closet and say, you know, it's so full i need to throw some clothes and i'm just like well right and it's just gonna get me to go oh it's gonna be hard it's gonna be it's gonna be hard clean out that closet throw out all the old stuff and that, it's gonna take days and you see i have these opinions and it just acts as blocks as a a sabotage to the moment when i could just go ahead and look at the closet and and just start removing stuff that i need put them in bags and and send them to salvation army so i hope that kind of gets it together for you to, to how to practice to be in the moment and those those little things that they're not little they're huge but they even all may sound the same but they're really just i'm um, being nitty gritty here i want you guys to make it so accessible and for your mind to know where it needs to go please listen to this over and over again if you need the support i would love to listen to this in the morning because it just helps get you ready for the whole day it just helps us realign for the day, how to be in a moment for the day. And we are not going to justify nothing, nothing to ruin the peace that we can have, the happiness that we can have, the abundance that we can have in the moment. We're not going to justify losing that. So that's why I want you to listen to this in the morning. In the morning is the best time to listen to this. Right when you wake up, getting ready for work, even in your car. That's that's why they're called drive through I mean, you just want it, want it to be quick for you. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I hope this was helpful to you. Uh, I'm thinking that as I'm looking at this, it might not sound too loud, but I don't know. I never know until I finish editing. <laughs> so I hope this sounded right for you guys. And uh, I hope this finds you well, ready for the spring and ready to elevate the quality of our life. All of us being in a moment does that beautifully. We want to make it accessible to you, something that you can actually do starting today. It's work, yes, but I'd rather be doing that work than living in constant loudness. I'm working towards quietness. That's a better place to be. I'm sending you love and light. And remember to taste the roses in your mint tea. This has been an episode of Drive Through.